ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وسلم تسليما اما بعد قال النووي رحمه الله تعالى الحديث الخامس والثلاثون عن ابي هريره رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لا تحاسدوا ولا تناجشوا ولا تناجشوا ولا تباغضوا ولا تدابروا ولا يبع بعضكم على بيع بعض وكونوا عباد الله إخوانا المسلم أخو المسلم لا يظلمه ولا يقذله ولا يكذبه ولا يحقره التقها هنا ويشير إلى صدره ثلاث مرات بحسب امرئ من الشر أن يحقر أخاه المسلم كل المسلم على المسلم حرام دامه وماله وإرضه رواه مسلم النووي رحمه الله تعالى يسدنس حديثا عن حديث الخامس ثلاثون فتفيث حديث of the 40 hadith of Anawi of his 40 hadith compilation narrations of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the authority of Abi Huayata radiallahu an messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said la tahasadu do not envy one another and do not inflate prices for one another and do not hate one another la tabaghadu and do not turn away from one another la tadabaru and do not undercut one another in trade but be slaves of allah and brothers a muslim is the brother of a muslim he does not oppress him nor does he fail him nor does he lie to him nor does he hold him in contempt ataqwa huna he said sallallahu alaihi wasallam pointing to his chest that taqwa is right here pointing to his chest three times sallallahu alaihi wasallam this is sufficient for the evil of a man to hold his brother muslim in contempt the whole of a muslim or the the naam the whole of the muslim is is uh, inviolable for another muslim it's haram his blood is haram his property is haram and his honor is also haram 
this hadith, amazing hadith from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions a lot of fawaid. Inshallah, we're going to deal with about 18 or so points that we can take from this hadith. The first point, this hadith has indeed contained in it the characteristics that the Muslims have to have with each other. Because in Islam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated this deed of Islam in order for the people to be together upon one deen, upon one manhaj. And therefore he subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated affairs that one should do in order for this wahda, this togetherness to be preserved upon the tawheed, upon his obedience subhanahu wa ta'ala. So point number two, he began sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with the prohibition, la tahasadu. La is la nahiya. Tufidu al-tahreem. This is that la negation that necessitates, it's a negation that necessitates prohibition. La tahasadu. Do not envy each other. Because hasad is one of the most potent affairs that causes division amongst the believers and amongst the Muslims. And also the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said in the hadith Yakum wal Hasad Fa Hasad Hasanat Kama Narul He said Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in the hadith of Abu Hurairah in the solutions in the Sunan in Bayhaqi that the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said Yakum wal Hasad stay away and be cautious and do not fall into jealousy destructive jealousy for in al Hasad really this destructive jealousy and destructive envy will eat away at the deeds like the fire eats away at the wood or hay or al and in reality, the hasad with it causes a lot of evil. And it can lead an individual to kufr. Like it led to Iblis, Shaitan, to kufr. When he was jealous of Adam, alayhi So those who embark upon this path of jealousy... Destructive jealousy as indeed followed the footsteps of Shaitan. قال الله سبحانه وتعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا ادخلوا في السلم كافة ادخل في السلم كافة ولا تتبعوا خطوات الشيطان. All you who believe enter into Islam completely and do not follow the footsteps of Shaitan. And from the footsteps of Shaitan is Destructive envy, jealousy. And likewise, it's from the footsteps and the ways of the people of the book, the Yahud. 
كما قال سبحانه وتعالى ود كثير من من أهل الكتاب يردونكم من بعد إيمانكم كفارا حسدا من عند أنفسهم من بعد ما تبين لهم الحق A lot of the people of the book they wish that you turn back on your religion apostate be disbelievers they want this because of their hasad and their jealousy their destructive jealousy after the clarification من بعد ما تبين لهم الحق after the clarification has been clarified for them they want this envy on the people who is clarified the people of the haq they have this envy this destructive envy with the people of the truth so they wish that what you turn to what they were upon so this hasad this destructive envy destructive jealousy it's not only from the inheritance of the shaitan but it's also from the inheritance of the Yehud and you know also that Hasad can lead to killing كما وقع في أحد ابني آدم حينما قتل أخاه one of the sons of Adam when he killed his brother and this is due to Hasad destructive envy Allah is a mushkila, is a big problem, this hasad, ya akhi. And it shows the weakness and the da'af of the iman of the individual that is jealous. Because verily, the one who yata'amman reflects and asks the question that is indeed azim. Man alladhi wahaba akhaqa ma tahsaduh leh? What, who is the one that gave your brother that thing in which you are jealous regarding? Who is the one that didn't give it to you? Who is the one that chose to bestow that individual with that thing that you have jealousy regarding? It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this shows the weakness in qadr, the weakness in the decree. The weakness in the taslim, submission to the qadr and the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As if that you're contesting with that which Allah has decreed. With this hasad, this jealousy. That indeed shows the weakness in one's iman. Point number Three. Point number three. And that is that there is an envy that is permissible. And that's why we say the best translation for this letter has I do. Do not have destructive envy. Not just envy. Destructive envy for your brother. And that's why the ulama they've mentioned the definition of, of al-hasad is zawal al-ni'mati ni'mati akhiq wanting the blessing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to your brother to be removed. That is the hasad. 
And Ibn Qayyim rahimullah ta'ala said regarding hasad that it is more destructive than ayn, evil eye. That al-hasad is more destructive than the evil eye. Because the one that has the evil eye harms you when they see you in your presence or in their presence. But the hasid, the one that is envy, even, envious, even when you're absent, they harm you behind your back. So this issue of hasad is a major thing. But there is that which is permissible. And it's that envy that is not destructive. And this is the essence of point number three. And that's taken from the hadith. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ana Abi Hurairah radiyallahu an fi marwa'u al-Bukhari Muslim min al-Bukhari Muslim Abu Hurairah radiyallahu an hadith that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qala la hasada illa fi nithnatayn la hasada illa fi nithnatayn rajulun atahu Allah malan fasullita ala halakatihi fi al-haqq وَرَجُلٌ أَتَاهُ اللَّهُ الْحِكْمَةِ فَهُوَ يَقْضِي بِهَا وَيُعَلِّمُهَا And that is that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that envy is not permissible except for two things, or for two things. And the first is the man who Allah gave him wealth. And he used that wealth to protect himself from the anger of Allah and he used that wealth to give to charity he gives in sadaqah gives in charity so the individual has envy that they wish that they could be this individual or do what this individual is doing without this individual's tawfiq from Allah being reduced. Doesn't want it to leave the brother, but he wants to also be an individual that has the wealth in order to spend in the way of Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Thumqala sallallahu alayhi wa sallama wa rajulun atahullahu al Allah, the second individual that is permissible to have envy, that is not destructive, is for the man or woman. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them wisdom and knowledge. And in it he judges between the people and he implements that knowledge. And he teaches it. And he has that knowledge that he teaches the people with. This is permissible. This hasad is permissible. It's a hasad which the ulama have called al-ghibta. It's to say al-ghibta. Wa hiya tamanni an yu'tika Allahu mithla ma a'ta Allaha wa a'ta Allahu akhak. Lita'ma mithla amalihi min al-khayr. And that is that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in this hadith has commanded us to have this ghibta which is 
wanting that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you that which he gave somebody else so you can do good as they have done good so in the hadith it's called that non-destructive envy but as for the one that he sallallahu alayhi wa prohibited in the hadith of hadith al-bab la tahasadu this is a prohibition regarding that destructive envy that leads to evil and leads to that which we have mentioned previously regarding the shaitan and the yahud and also the son of Adam now point number four and in the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said and do not outbid each other Meaning that you do not increase the price of something, or your your friend increases in a in a, in a auction, and he increases uh, the price in order for his friend to get more profit from the sale, and he doesn't want to buy it, but he acts as if he wants to buy the product. Therefore, he increases the sale as it is in an auction, as we know it. And in it is harming your brother. And making it difficult for the one that's buying the product. And in it, it can cause evil and rancor amongst the believers. And la shakir ikhwatil kiram wa akhawat that in this is the preservation of one's wealth from the Duryat al-Khamsa, from the five necessities that have been mentioned previously in the previous lessons that Islam came to preserve. Islam came to preserve the deen, the aql, the nafs, the mal, the irad. Islam came to preserve the religion. So Allah sent the messengers with tawheed. So people can be upon the religion that they are created for. Ibadatullahi wahda. Al-Islam. The deen of al-Islam. The sunnah. Naam. The deen came to preserve that. The deen came to preserve the aql, the intellect. Where the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has, has, has commanded the ummah. Allah has commanded the ummah. And the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa commanded the ummah and prohibited them. With affairs that preserves the aql. And likewise wealth. And this is one of the proofs of it. Preservation of the wealth of the one that is by it. Is done here. By prohibiting. The. Trickery of increasing the price. Of a product in order to. Gain more profit at the expense. Of the mushteri. Expense of the one that is buying, yani the customer. Point number five. Wala tabaghadu. Then the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam he mentioned the general prohibition of hating each other and having bogged in the heart against your brother. The believers. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he said regarding the believers, the one who have true iman, la yu'minu ahadukum hatta yuhibba li akhihi ma yuhibba li nafsi. None of you truly believes until he loves for his brother what he loves for himself. So he doesn't have this hatred and that hatred is for other than Allah. That hatred which is based upon desires, not the hatred for Ahl Bidah. This is obligatory upon us to have the hatred for Ahl Bidah. Naam, the way of the Salaf, is the consensus of the Salaf of this Ummah. Kama dhakarahu al-Baghwi, like al-Baghwi, rahimahullah ta'ala mentioned, we have the Athar of the Salaf regarding um, um, hatred for the people of Bidah depending on how bad and severe their bid'ah is. But yeah, Akhi, Al-Kareem, you have your brother who is upon Tawheed, upon the Sunnah. Do not hate your brother. Not for worldly affairs. And not for that which is for other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this brings us to point number six. And that is that if it does happen that you have hatred, either abghatta, akhaq, فَلَا تَعْمَلُوا بِمُوجِبُ الْبَغْضِ فَتَدُرَّ أَخَاكَ If you hate your brother, or it does happen that you for weak, then you hate your brother. Then do not act according to that which represents this, this uh, anger. That which could lead to harming your brother. But rather remember the ni'mah of Allah. Remember the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَذْكُرُ نِعْمَةُ اللَّهِ عَلَيْكُمْ إِذْ كُنْتُمْ أَعْدَاءَ فَأَدْلَفَ بَيْنَ قُلُوبِكُمْ فَأَصْبَحْتُمْ بِنِعْمَتِهِ إِخْوَانًا Remember the blessings of Allah upon you. That you were once enemies. And Allah guided your hearts together upon Tawheed. Upon Tawheed, upon La ilaha illallah, upon the Sunnah, فَأَلَّفَ بَيْنَ قُلُوبِكُمْ And with that you became Ikhwana, you became brothers. If you have an affair with your brother that he's angered you with and you have this hatred, remember the name of Allah, you have this hatred. Remember this name of Allah. Remember the blessings of Allah. And from the signs of your gratitude, from the regarding the blessings of Allah, Making you have Muslim brother, this akhuwa, this love that is based upon Tawheed, that is stronger than any blood tie. This love that is based upon the wala'u bara'a, loving and hating for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, based upon the sunnah, based upon the way of the salaf. Kun wahidan fi wahidin. As Ibn Qayyim said, be one upon one. You have the same deen, have the same sunnah. The same manhaj, follow the same methodology, the same salaf. So be together upon this. And remember the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the times when hatred may creep in to the heart for your brother. Became brothers. When once you were enemies, Allah guided your hearts. And that which connects us is the Tawheed, the Sunnah, 
that tie that connects us, that connects us. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَاَعْتَسِمُوا بِحَبِ لِلَّهِ جَمِيعًا وَاَعْتَسِمُوا بِحَبِ لِلَّهِ جَمِيعًا وَلَا تَفَرَّقُوا Hold firm to the rope of Allah, all of you, and do not divide. The rope of Allah is the Quran and the Sunnah, Tawheed. This is what we're holding on to together. When that hatred comes, remember that blessing that Allah gave us that habal. Allah gave us that rope that we're holding on to. The deen of Al-Islam, remember that blessing. And for the one that is mukhlis, that his heart is not marid. His heart is not sick. Indeed, he will take heed. And go back to that which is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Point number seven. Turn away from your brother. Don't turn your back to your brother. Show him a face that is full of smiles. Because verily as the ulama such as Abdurrahman Sa'di ta'ala mentioned that this is from the signs of someone with akhlaq. Salima. Hasana, someone who has good manners, good etiquette, is that he shows that to his face. Let with Adam al Irad. Sheikh Saleh Al Fawzan Hafidullah Ta'ala he said that that which is a must is that you meet your brother with a smile and happiness. And don't turn show him your back when he's talking to you. Brother Muslim, the sister Muslim respects each other. And this will increase the muhabba if one shows this smile to his brother. Point number eight. And then he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Fi Hadi Nukta, Ula Bay, Ula Yabir, Ba'dukum Ala Bay Ibad. That you do not outsell each other. You do not try and outdo your brother in a transaction. And this is an important affair. The likes of this is similar to the initial similar to that issue of do not outbid. With this one here in this situation, so when the individual, for example, he's buying some or buying a car from his brother, and his brother is in the middle of the transaction, they haven't parted. In their ways. So the business transaction is still in motion. It hasn't concluded. And then you come and you say. I have a better car for you. Which is cheaper. So some this, You come while they're having their business transaction. And you say I have a better car for you. Which is cheaper and faster. And more sturdy. Or sturdier. This is haram la yajuz. 
لأن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول ولا يبيع بعضكم على بيع بعض and you do not do your transaction above overwhelming your brother's transaction as the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول دعوا الناس يرزق الله بعضهم من بعض leave the people let them gain their provisions from Allah amongst themselves do not intrude and try and take away that provision that Allah has bestowed upon the abd and this lashek is again part of the duriyat al-khams and it affects the duriyat al-khams in more than one way in these five necessities in this legislation it preserves the wealth of the individual who is selling the initial seller and likewise is the preservation of life because in such affairs it can lead to arguments argumentation that could turn to harming each other due to this intrusion and in it is the preservation of one's nafs preservation of life لا يبيع بعضكم على بيع بعض it preserves the wealth and preserves the life so there's no arguments and harm that can come as a result of such an act and it shows you the beauty of Islam, ya ikhwah. The complete nature of Islam. Deals with every affair. And there isn't a religion that does that. Because this is the religion that is from Allah. In the dina, in the lahi, al-Islam. That verily the religion with Allah is al-Islam. So every single thing that we need in this dunya, in this world, in order to function... How a human being is supposed to function has been explained in Al-Islam. And if we don't know a particular affair as it relates to how we're supposed to function is because we haven't increased enough in ilm. We need to study the deen of Al-Islam in order to understand that which is good for us as humans. Another issue which branches from this point number eight is that it's also impermissible to contest with your brother in buying. Meaning that if, for example, there is a man who has a car again and he has a customer and you yourself are somebody who's looking for a car. And then you go to that customer, then you to, to that seller, and you say, I will buy it for you cheaper than he buys it. I will buy it for you of you cheaper than he buys it. He's selling it to this customer for twenty thousand Saudi Rials. And then you come and you say, I'll buy it for of you. 
for 40,000 Saudi Riyals. So you have contested with your brother who is the Mushteri, who is buying, and you've harmed him, and you've intruded, and offered to pay more, so he will lose that bid'ah, that product. This is also incorporated in this hadith. So in this hadith, in summary, this portion of this hadith, it includes the buyer and the seller. Don't contest the buyer and don't contest the seller now. Point number nine. Then the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in this nukta, muhimma, this important point, he says, And be the slaves of Allah brothers. He didn't just say, Kunu ikhwana. He didn't just say, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Kunu ikhwana, be brothers. La. Kunu ibadallahi ikhwana. Be the slaves of Allah brothers. So that is that your brotherhood has to be based upon the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Your brotherhood has to be based upon tawheed. Has to be based upon the deen of Islam. Has to be based upon the love of Allah. وَكُونُوا عِبَادُ اللَّهِ إِخْوَانَ And be brothers, i.e. upon the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is a refutation against Ikhwani Muslimin. And it's a refutation against every hisbi, Every individual who has allegiance with the other for other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And verily, those who have that allegiance for other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be enemies on that day of judgment. All friends on that day will be enemies except for the people of taqwa, the people whose connection being together was based upon taqwa. And in this hadith, Kunu ibadullahi ikhwan, Kunu ibadullah. Be the worshippers of Allah, ikhwana, brotherhood. As brothers. Upon tawheed, upon ibadah, upon worshipping Allah alone. And similar to this is Innamal Mu'minuna Ikhwa. Verily the believers are brothers. Innamal Mu'minun. Verily believers, the people upon Tawheed. As we know, the highest level of Iman, the highest level of belief is Qawlullah. الإيمان بدع وسبعون شعبة أعلاها قول لا إله إلا الله وأدناها إماطة الآذى عن الطريق والحياء شعبة من الإيمان The highest level of, of Iman is لا إله إلا الله The highest level of Iman is لا إله إلا الله كون uh, إنما المؤمنون إخوة Verily the, the, the believers are brothers أي believers are brothers upon Tawheed That is why they're brothers 
So that ayah is a refutation against every ikhwani. That ayah and this hadith are refutations against every individual that has allegiance to other than Allah, to reason, reason for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the deen of al-Islam. And the sunnah. Kunu ibadallahi ikhwana. Innaman mu'minuna ikhwa. Brothers, based upon that iman, based upon worshipping Allah, tabaraka wa ta'ala, upon tawheed. And then point number 10, the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the next point, point number 10. He said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, al-muslimu akhu al-muslim, la yadlimuhu. Said that the Muslim is the brother of a Muslim. Yani in the Malmu'minul Ikhwa. Verily, the believers are brothers. He does not oppress him. From the signs of his brotherhood is that he does not oppress his brother. And oppression of Dhulm huwa wadu shay ala ghayl mawdi'ihi. Wadu shay'i. Wadu shay'i ala ghayl mawdi'ihi. And that is putting things in other than its rightful place. Treating your brother and harming your brother is placing things in other than its rightful place. Which is why it's called dhulm. It's called oppression. Because the way that you're supposed to place your, your uh, uh, dealings with your brother is upon love. It's upon truth. It's upon fairness. Upon that which Allah Ta'ala has legislated. So the Messenger said, Al Muslim Muslim The brother is a brother, the brother is a the Muslim is the brother of his Muslim. In the Melamuminukha, like that verse. Does not oppress him. Does not oppress the brother in his physical state. He does not oppress the brother without guarding his wealth. And he does not preserve, uh, oppress his brother. He doesn't oppress his brother physically. He doesn't oppress his brother financially. And he doesn't oppress his brother through his honour. And these again are part of the duriyat al-khams. The five necessities that man need. And lashek again. This hadith, this portion is a proof of its preservation. Now, and the point number 11, وَلَا يَقْذُلُهُ He doesn't humiliate him. He doesn't speak about him in the majalis and sittings to belittle him. But rather, يُدَافِعُ عَنْهُ يُدَافِعُ Anhu. He defends his brother as he would love himself to be defended. Based upon the hadith on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Unsur Akhaka, the hadith in Bukhari and Anas ibn Malik, Unsur Akhaka, Zaliman or Madluma, Fakala Rajulun, Ya Rasulullah. أن ننصر أن ننصره إذا كان 
مظلوما أفرأيت إذا كان ظالما كيف أنصره قال تحجزه أو تمنعه من الظلم فإن ذلك نصره When the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said to the Sahaba aid your brother whether he is the oppressor or the oppressed and then the Sahaba radiyallahu anhu a man from the Sahaba he said Ya Rasulullah we understand that if he is oppressed that we should aid him but how do we aid the one that is oppressing and he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said stop him from his oppression this is aiding your brother you stop your brother from oppressing his brother you are aiding the mazloom you are aiding the one that's oppressed and you're aiding your brother that's the oppressor from accumulating sins which is why we read ahlu bid'ah as well we're stopping them from sinning and stopping them from oppressing the people and spreading the bid'ah which is why we stop the backbiters those who slander our brothers we're stopping them from oppressing our brothers and also it's good for you our oppressor ya zalim that we are stopping you from increasing and accumulating sins due to your transgression on your brother that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask every single thing that we have said done we are going to be questioned regarding it so we aid our brother who's oppressed and we aid our brother who is oppressing point number 12 the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said and we do not lie upon him la takdhib alayhi fil muamala don't lie to him and don't lie upon him khalik sadiqan be truthful with him. Ya yuhalladhina amunu taqullaha wa kunu ma'a sadiqeen. O you who believe fi Allah and be from the truthful ones. Wa qala sallallahu alayhi wa sallam iyaakum wal kathib fa inna kathiba yahdi ila al-fujur fa inna al-fujur yahdi ila al-nar. Wa he said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stay away from lying. Umuman. Because verily, generally, because verily lying leads to wretchedness. And wretchedness leads to the fire. So don't lie on your brother. خليك صادقا فلتكن صادقا مع أخيك كما أنك تحب أن يستقى لك. Like you want him to be truthful to you, be truthful to your brother, be truthful to your sister. This is the etiquette of the believers amongst themselves. Point number 13. And he doesn't belittle them. You do not belittle your brother. Because the mu'min huwa azimun indallah Because the believer is lofty with Allah The poor believer, the believer that has wealth The believer that doesn't have wealth 
The believer that has fancy clothes. The believer that doesn't have fancy clothes. The believer that has cars. The believer that doesn't have cars. The believer that has is, is respected amongst the people due to some status. The believer that's not known and not respected. They're all azim in Allah. They all have a lofty station in Allah. يَرْفَعِ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مِنْكُمْ وَالَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْعِلْمَ دَرَجَةً درجات Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He said that he raises those who have iman from amongst you. Allah raises the believers. And the ones with knowledge in levels higher. So Allah raises the believer. The sha'an of the believer is azim. The state of the believer is azim, is, is mighty, lofty. So do not belittle him. Because verily his status is azim in the Allah. And with this barakallahu feekum and all of that which has been mentioned before bihadhi al-akhlaq al-'azima all of these characteristics and good etiquettes that the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam he mentioned yasrul al-mujtama' the society will be repaired the society will be sound all of the fa'z la tahasadu do not envy do not hate for, the, for your brother do not do not uh, outbid. Do not uh, 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 over overwhelm your brother in transaction, and contest with your brother in transaction. Do not belittle your brother. Do not oppress your brother. Do not lie to your brother and on your brother. Do not belittle him. And then the messenger, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, you mentioned in point number fourteen. النقطة مهمة كذلك التقوى هنا. Piety is here. And then he pointed to his heart, his chest, three times. Because he said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam regarding the heart. It's in the, it's, he pointed to his chest. التقوى هنا. The taqwa is in the heart. المحالها القلب. His position is in the heart. And he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, in Allah Layandur Ila Suri Ahadi Surikum Wa Amwalikum wa in the Mayandur Ila Kulubikum wa Amalikum. Allah does not look, compare attention to how your physical appearance is or how much money you have, but rather He looks and judges you upon that which is in your heart and your actions that emanate from your heart. <laughs> so if the heart is pure, the actions are pure. In Nafil Jesidi Mudra. إذا سلحت سلح جسد كله وإذا فسدت فسد جسد كله لا وهو يقل. That in the body is a is a flesh. If it's corrupt, the whole body. If it's good, the whole body is good and pure. If it's corrupted, the whole body is corrupted and impure. And that is the heart. التقوى هنا. And the taqwa is the heart. So you have to condition your heart so the taqwa can be there and remain there. Because verily. The house where it's built for comfort is the house where the one will remain. So treat your heart like the house for the for taqwa. Treat your heart like the home for taqwa. And beautify your heart with good deeds and zikr and tawheed. So taqwa remains. And therefore the limbs 
will be a sign and indication of the purest pureness of one's heart and the state of one's heart. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make our hearts pure that indeed our actions will reflect the state of our hearts. Point number 15. Then the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that it's sufficient or enough for the evil of a man to look down upon his Muslim brother. It's sufficient for the evil of a man to look down on his Muslim brother. Kullu Muslim ala Muslim in haram. The entirety or the status, the wealth, the blood, the honor of the Muslim is haram. To transgress it upon another Muslim. And this is the preservation of life, demuhu, his blood, preservation of life. Maluhu, preservation of wealth. Iluduhu, preservation of honor. Again, from the five necessities, these three are from the five necessities that every man yearns for. The Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has prohibited this in this hadith. Dermuhu, which is point number 16, he prohibited the transgression of one's blood, yani killing a brother. As he mentioned, as Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala said, مَن يَقْتُلُ وَمَن يَقْتُلُ مُؤْمِنًا مُتَعَمِّدًا فَجِزَاهُ جَهَنَّمْ خَالِدًا فِيهَا Allah has threatened that the one who kills the believer intentionally, then he's just the reward that which he deserves is Jahannam Khalidan Fiha to be there in hellfire. And Allah will be angry upon him and curse him and has prepared for him a mighty punishment. <laughs> So the blood of the believer is sacred. And likewise, point number 17. His wealth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, O you who believe, do not eat the wealth of each other upon falsehood. Do not steal, do not trick, do not do rich man rashana falaysa minna. Do not deceive, do not steal, and do not oppress your brother by stripping him of his wealth. And the Messenger Sallallahu mentioned in this point number 18, And his honor is haram. Preserve the honor of your brother. Kama subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَلَا يَغْتَبْ بَعْضُكُمْ بَعْضًا أَيُحِبَّ أَحَدُكُمْ أَنْ يَأْكُلَ لَحْمَ أَخِيهِ فَكَرِهْتُمُوهُ Where he said, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and do not backbite each other. Do you, any of you wish to eat the flesh of his brother dead? You wouldn't like it. Because that's the honor of your brother. Think of that dead flesh, eating that dead flesh, 
is as if the same as stripping your brother of his honour, backbiting him, slandering. And the difference between backbiting and slandering, the difference between riba and buhtan is riba, which is backbiting, dhikr akhaka, the Messenger وسلم, mentioned Dhikruka Akhaka Bima Yakra mentioning behind your brother's back that which he dislikes. And as for slandering, where the Messenger وسلم, said In Kana Fihi Matakulu Fakadik Tabta Wa Ilam Yakun Fakad Bahatta. If what you said about your brother is true, then it's backbiting. But what you said about your brother is not true, then it's slandering. You've lied upon him. Speaking about your brother in that which is not the right state of affairs, true state of affairs. And this is something which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has indeed placed the punishment for. This is from the Kabayah. From the affairs that punishes one in the grave. Spreading of namima, False tales. Causing problems amongst the believers. So barakallahu feekum in this hadith. Amazing hadith. It requires volumes for each point. That has been mentioned. That's taken from this hadith. But we suffice with the summary. Taken from the kalam of Ahlul Ilm. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us be from those who implement this advice from the Messenger and prohibition and command from the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in in the preservation of the brotherhood of Ahlul Sunnah, the brotherhood of the believers, that they're loving each other for the sake of Allah and staying away from all affairs that causes division and from the major affairs that causes division and from the affair in fact that causes division is the ma'asiyatillah is disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala kunu ibadallah ikhwana so you have to be brothers upon ibadah upon obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us be from them ameen wasallallahu وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين جزاكم الله خيرا and I 